Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you, 132 in Edmonton. Oilers and uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets tomorrow. Man, Columbus has got a good roster. Panarin, four straight uh, 70 point seasons. He's plus 63 in his four years in the NHL. Him and Atkinson on the top line. Atkinson's got 35 goals already this year. They had Duchesne and Dezingle on uh, their second line. And that allows them to play June, uh, Boone Jenner along with Felino and Anderson. How heavy of a line is that on their third line? So, uh, of course, Jones the one pairing on the right side and Wawrenski on the other on the left side. Be a big challenge for the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, the Edmonton Oil Kings are home the next two nights at Rogers Place. They lead the Central Division by two points. We are pleased to be joined by their general manager, Kurt Hill. Kurt, how are you? Doing good, Bob. How are you doing? Good. I mean, it looks like, I mean, you're, what's your uh, magic number for guaranteed spot in the playoffs right now? Are you in already? No, match number's three. Three wins. Magic, so if you get a pair of wins this weekend, you're in? Uh, potentially. Six points, I guess, if you want to put it that way. So we would, okay. need, uh, we would need something to lose as well, if that was the case, yeah. And you got eight games left in the regular season, I think. Is that right? We have seven left, yeah. Seven left. So yeah. you're in a pretty good spot. Uh, you've had an incredible amount of success uh, in the uh, Central Division. Tonight it's uh, Medicine Hat. Tomorrow night it's Brandon, who have been surging a, a bit of late. Um, and, and just, a, I guess, a thought on why you think you've had the kind of success. I think you've got the best record head-to-head in the Central Division. Why do you think you've had that kind of success this year against your peers in the Central? Uh, you know, I think the, our guys at the start of the year just took it as a challenge. You know, I think right off the bat, we had some good games against teams and kind of set the tone. And, um, you know, I revert a lot back to that U.S. trip and us really having a tough trip down there, losing six in a row and, and, and understanding. I think it was a real big team bonding opportunity for us down there, understanding how we got to play on the road and, and <laughs> how tough it's going to be to win games. So, I mean... And speaking to that, I think we've had some success in the central in our division in the road with us, our guys understanding how to how to win some of those tighter games. And uh, and tonight, uh, obviously a big test with Medicine Hat coming in here. They lost six in a row. Uh, 
you know, they're they're a better team than that, and uh, we expect a big challenge here tonight. Well, the Oil Kings are 4-0 and uh, 1 against Medicine Hat this season. The Oil Kings looking for the third five-game winning streak of the season, and you have had. Um, some streaks during the course. You've been a little bit of a streaky squad uh, coming off just a, uh, how about a tough back-to-back for Swift Current. They gave up 21 goals in two days, and you guys just bombed them, uh, what was it, 11-1 or something like that, on actually 20 goals in two games. But uh, it, it was the diversified scoring that I noticed. Uh, Scott Atkinson with a couple goals, and Lachievo and Fix Walansky were used to those two names, but uh, you're getting some scoring throughout the depth of your lineup as well right now. Yeah, we are. You know, we're really happy up front. We feel we have four lines that could play and and play against play against all the lines and other teams. You know, it's uh, the line of Atkinson, Alistrop, Pavlenko have played extremely well here over the last five games, and um, it seems like Alistrop's uh, started to hit his stride a little bit here in the second half of the season, as we expected. So it is a climb, getting a little bit more acclimatized to Canada and the North American size ice, and um, he's played a lot better here. And uh, obviously, in his line mates too, Pavlenkov and uh, and Scott Atkinson is a very underrated player. He's a real reliable two-way center who, I mean. A lot of people know this, but he led a led a BC major 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 league scoring one year, so he does have an offensive touch to him as well. You mentioned Al Strav, he was the second overall pick in the European draft. Is this a guy? I mean, you, you were scouting for the Chicago Blackhawks last year. Do you think this is a guy that's going to get picked somewhere in the draft, maybe in the fourth or fifth round? Yeah, I think he's. I think he's got a great opportunity too. I mean, he's he's got such a dynamic skill set. I mean, the things he can do with the puck, you don't see that every day around our league. And, uh, and for a big guy like that, he skates well. And you know, I think his uh, he's got a lot of upside. He's still understanding, still learning how to speak English, still trying to understand the game over here. So I think uh, when you take all things into consideration, I think there's a lot of upside and a lot of room to grow for him. All right, uh, we're talking to Kurt Hill, GM, president of the Edmonton Oil Kings, uh, against Medicine tonight, Brandon tomorrow night. Uh, we've talked a lot about Jake Neighbors, and he's a year away from being drafted, and he's had a little bit of injury issue and some suspension issue. Uh, last game, you guys had him on a line with Josh Williams, uh, and you picked up uh, Josh Williams in a pretty interesting trade for Brent Kemp. Uh, how would you assess what Williams has brought since coming over? Because Kemp was second on your team in scoring when you made the trade. Yeah, I know Williams has been great since he's come over. He's, uh, you know, he initially had a had a real big upswing, and uh, he's playing real well early on. He went down, and and uh, kind of then I think it was maybe the little adrenaline wore off, and he, he started kind of just there's a little well there trying to figure out the system a little bit more. But uh, here as of late, uh, him, Jake, and uh, Liam playing on Keeler playing on the line together, they've been they've been effective, and I uh, thought they had a really good game the last game. And uh, you know, for for guys like Willie, it's a uh, it's a tough year. It's a draft year, and they think about that a lot. So, you know, the more sometimes for those guys, less is more, and what they're trying to do on the ice. And um, he's a big part of our group, though, and he's been he's been catching his stride here and at the right time. And you know, we're really really happy with what he's brought to our group. You picked up a 20 year old. Uh, you picked up the two 20s at the draft last year, and then you had an open spot, and then you added Andrew Fighton. Uh, just a comment, if you could, educate our listeners on uh, on this player, uh, how diversified of a player he is, and whether or not maybe he surprised you a bit with his offensive contributions. Yeah, he's you know when we got Andrew, we knew he was going to be he was going to bring a lot of grit to our lineup. He's going to help us in the in the faceoff dot, and he was going to be a real reliable 200 foot player, help us in the middle, and you know bringing that edge that we we felt we needed more of. And, 
but to say that we thought he was going to bring the offensive production that he has is, you know, we didn't think it'd be this high. We would produce, but we didn't think he'd be getting four points in a game. So um, for for what he's done, you know, I mean, sometimes players in our league, they just need to be given opportunity, and he's been given opportunity to play on the line with Trey right now. And, and you know, a lot of the times he's the guy, he's the guy getting that line going, and he's the one. He's kind of the one bringing the energy to to the group, so he's uh, he brought a lot to our team and a lot of different capacities, and he's been he's been a great ad for us. Kurt, part of what junior hockey sells is you know tomorrow's stars today in your league, um, and it's been an interesting year for Matthew Robertson. Uh, because he played on the Helenka Gretzky team, which ultimately won. Uh, a lot of people thought he was going to be a 15th to 20th overall pick. And on some of the prospect guides out there, he's been sliding a little bit. Um, I'd kind of like to get the, I used to, just now I just saw hockeyprospect.com, which is a guy named Mark Edwards. He's based out of, uh, uh, Mark's based out of Ontario. He actually has a, he has Doc and uh, Cousins, by the way, at 7 and 8. Now, there's no way that's happening. But, uh, you know, he's got Robertson at like 23, which actually I do think, or 22, which I think is a distinct range for him. But just, you know, how's he dealt? Because he's, he's, he's dealt a couple of injuries this year. Uh, there is the pressure of being a potential first-round pick. Your thoughts on Matthew Robertson? Yeah, he's you know he's in adversity this year, and at the end of the day, like for for guys that want to make it to the next level, it's for players that are going to deal with adversity. A lot of times in their junior career, it's the guys that understand learn how to deal with that throughout their careers are the guys that end up making it. So I think this year Matt's done a done a great job at, at dealing with the adversity he's seen. I think uh, obviously there's pressure and there's been injuries, but uh, you know for him he's he's just been trying to keep it a little bit more simple lately, and he's been playing some of his best hockey in the last three games. Um, he's been he's been very solid for us, and he's a guy that plays. Still, he's only 17 years old. He's playing, you know, he's playing up up to 25 minutes a night for us. So, you know, there's pressure there, and there's adversity he faced. But I think in the long run, that's going to be good for that. And, you know, I still think there's going to be a lot of teams come draft day that are going to be interested in a, in a big defenseman like that that skates so well and can move the puck. I'll mention that ISS currently has them. Uh, it's International Scouting Services at 11, uh, and they've got uh, they've actually got him ranked ahead of the the kid from Kootenay, uh, Peyton Krebs, who's had a tough year plus minus wise. Uh, again, uh, back to back games this weekend. Uh, they're both going to be a challenge against Medicine Hat and Brandon. I know a little about uh, Clouston's team with Medicine Hat. What can you tell us about uh, the Brandon Weekings? Um, the dynamic team, they're very, very fast team. They're, they're skating. They're a team that can skate real well. Uh, they got a real good top line. I mean, Matheos and Berzan. Berzan's had a tremendous year. They get a bit of a down year last year. Ends up getting traded to Brandon. And he's up close to 40 goals this year. So he's, you know, a guy that complements uh, Matheos well. And, uh, that line, that line produces a lot of their offense, and they they do a really good job in the power play as well. So, um, more of a skilled team than a physical presence of a team, but uh, a team that can hurt you. You know, if you're you're not ready to go, and they're going to play with speed. So, our guys got to be ready. Great stuff. Good luck this weekend. Thanks a lot, Scott. You bet. That is Kurt Hill. He's the general manager, president of the uh, Edmonton Oil Kings Hockey Club. Royal Pizza, Pizza Past, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 49 years. For menu and locations, visit royalpizza.ca. Download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The Stoffer recommendation at uh, Royal Pizza. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Mediterranean chicken. We'll take a time out. Ian Herbert's coming up as well as this day in Oilers history. This is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio 630 Chad. And welcome back, everybody. Bob Stopper with the Oilers in Columbus, Ohio. He spent the last three seasons on uh, Todd McClellan's staff. He's back at the University of Alberta. He's got the number one ranked team in the country, the Alberta Golden Bears, in Saskatoon for the Canada West Conference Final. Ian Herbers joins us right now on Oilers Now. Ian, how are you? Good. Thank you, Bob. All right. So you got her done last weekend against Calgary, swept them in two straight. How challenging was that for the Bears? Um, Mark does a good job with that team. They're well prepared. Um, they had a couple face-off plays that gave us a little bit of trouble. Their goaltending, as you know, is always good. Uh, we created some opportunities on our power play, didn't bury them. Um, it might have made it a little bit of a different series, but I thought they were good. And getting pushed like that, especially in the semifinals, helps us prepare for nationals. Well, and now you're in. And that's the, the, where I'm going next year. So you're in. The, you're already in the national championship. Um, I guess you're playing for seeding. You're playing for a conference title. But does it change the complexion, the makeup of what's going to happen in this series, uh, which is taking place? I mean, you uh, you finished the year basically 20-0 and one in your final 21 regular season games. But because you guys dropped the game in each of your first three weeks when you were down four or five forwards. Um, they actually finished twenty five and three. You guys were twenty four three and one, so they were a point ahead of you. Um, does it change things knowing that both you, both your teams are already going to the University Cup? Um, no, we want to win the Canada West title. Um, that's something our guys have been focused on from the start of the year. Um, they want to come in through the front door at Nationals. I guess the only difference it makes for us is it gives us a better dressing room at Nationals being the number one ranked team. But other than that, you really don't get any other advantages because it's a one-game one game showdown, so anything can happen, and it's all very good teams that are there. So, But we want to finish things the right way. We want to keep getting better. We want to keep developing our game. Uh, there's still a couple areas we want to keep touching on and keep improving on so that we're ready and at our best when we get to Lethbridge uh, in two weeks from now. Guys played Saskatchewan four times this year. They beat you in the first game, and it was you know an even game, but they got the goals. And the second game, you took it to them, and that's when you didn't have your full complement of players. The second time you played them, the back-to-back games were in Saskatoon. 
they squeaked out the overtime win, which is the difference between you hosting and not hosting this weekend. And then you guys outshot them 22-3 to at one point in the first period on route to, a, I think it was a 4-1 win or something like that. How would you assess the matchup that's been uh, taking place so far with Dave Adolph's team? Well, it'll be a tight series, that's for sure. Um, I, the first game of the year, I thought we didn't play very well. Uh, and even our players would say that as well. And then we responded that next night and played the game we could. So it was almost two different games that first weekend of the year. Uh, we were still learning our game and what we needed to do. Obviously, you said we were injured and banged up. Uh, we didn't use that as an excuse. Um, just we weren't at where we needed to be at that point. The series uh, just before Christmas was a good series. We came in here, played a, a decent first game, let it slip a little, and end up losing the game in overtime. But then again, played a very strong second game. So we need to play that second game where we control and dictate the pace and the play and make it very difficult on them, force them to take penalties, get them frustrated, uh, win the blue paint battles at both ends of the net. They like to throw a lot of pucks net front and just bang away at it and have their big bodies there. They've got four lines. They use their depth as well. Uh, strong goaltending, good young defensemen. Uh, so it'll be a good series for us and a good test. And it's probably better for us playing this series in Saskatchewan this weekend instead of playing in Claire Drake. This building's a little bit closer to the building we'll play in Lethbridge and a hostile environment on the road. So it's all helps in our preparation. We're joined right now by Ian Herbers, who in his last two full seasons as head coach of the U of A, won the national championship in both years, then joined the Oilers staff for the last three years. He's returned to the University of Alberta. He's got the number one ranked team in the country. You also have the conference MVP in Luke Phillip and the conference top defenseman in Jason Fram. And uh, let me ask you, has this been a year where you've seen maybe a little bit more scouts than you recall in the past? Um, I, I, I agree with you there. Uh, I think since the second half of Christmas time, we've had uh, scouts, uh, assistant general manager, um, different other people, hockey people at our game. So it's good that we're getting that interest. Uh, means we're doing something right. We've got some very skilled players in our program. You know, Ian, you made it out of the uh, then CIAU back when I was doing your games way back when in uh, 1991. I mean, you made it all the way from you and Corey Cross off that 92 national championship team to the National Hockey League. What message would you give to a player like a Luke Phillip or like a Jason Fram or maybe a Clayton Kirchenko who might be able to play at the next level? What are the sort of and the game is completely different. We should mention that. I mean, you were six foot four, two hundred twenty five pound D. Corey was six foot five and two hundred five pounds when he was playing for the Bears. Um, the game really has evolved to more skill and less size. But are there reoccurring themes that are consistent with you are trying to make that uh, progression and climb that you could uh, share with the day's players? Yeah, the same. And then also we use Derek Ryan as well. Um, it's not the normal road, obviously, going from the CHL into playing the American League, National League, some players straight to the National Hockey League. Uh, some players maybe have a stop in the East Coast Hockey League. Uh, but there is a chance to keep working at your game, um, keep getting opportunities. Um, the way we train, the way we prepare is like I'm still in the American Hockey League coaching, uh, and that's the attitude we have. We're trying to get better every day as individuals and as a team. Um, and if you do right things and things well, you're going to get noticed no matter where you are. Uh, and then just having that patience to stick with it because it, it's not an easy route, and it won't be an easy route once you get the opportunity in that so you've got to keep earning everything you get do you think it's an easier message for you to sell because you went 
as a player from uh, the CIU to the NHL and because you've already been a head coach in the American Hockey League and an assistant at the NHL level? I think so. Um, speaking from a little bit of credibility, I guess, and um, it does make it easier. The guys do listen. They obviously check out your, your background and your history when they come into the program and stuff like that. So um, just a little things I can share with them, what to expect when they get their American League tryout, National Hockey League uh, development camp invitation or whatever, what the management will be looking for, what the, the coaches will be looking for, just those little tips that you might not get from somebody else that hasn't been there on the other side. Well, I guess on both sides because I've done it as a player as well. So, All right, great stuff. Good luck this weekend, uh, Ian. Thanks for your time. Great. Thank you, Bob. You bet. That is Ian Herbers. He's the head coach of the Alberta Golden Bears. The Oilers' opponent tomorrow is the Columbus Blue Jackets. I'm going to throw a curveball at my main man back in the studio, the uh, one and only Brendan Escott. Brendan, let's get to the clip that uh, Jack Michaels uh, uh, had a chance with uh, Matt Duchesne, uh, one of the newest members of the Columbus Blue Jackets. That last game was for sure the most comfortable I felt. Um, it's, it takes time to learn how to play and be you within you know the system, and you know it's it's coming along all the time. So um, it's 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 been a good start, and obviously we're three and one uh, uh, since my first game, which you know as personally you know it, it makes me happy because it's you feel like you're not disrupting too much, and it's nice to win some games. So um, you know you want to just keep pressing forward. John was saying that he's noticed two things. Number one, you're asking a lot of questions and number two that you have a, a certain motivation probably born from not winning lately yeah absolutely I, I that's been my goal for a long time I mean obviously I think at the start of your career as a young player you always want to win but you also want to establish yourself in the league and sometimes you get preoccupied with that sometimes and um, you know the winning part of things it's always there and you always want to win obviously but you're you're trying to establish yourself as an individual and and, and create you know carve a, a niche out for yourself and a path out for yourself and then and then you get to a certain point where you feel like you've done that you're always trying to improve but then it's like okay you know I haven't had the taste that I want to have in the playoffs and you know it's for me it's been the last four or five years I've been ready for that and uh, um, haven't had the opportunity so I'm really excited about what we have here and we got some work left to do like we've talked about but at the same time I think if we get in we're, we're a dangerous team. Interesting you say that because you were just talking 2014 you probably thought you were going back year after year no yeah. you know obviously a tough loss but you probably thought you'd be going back there again the next year. Yeah we did um, we did for sure. I, I didn't. I didn't see that coming. Uh, we. I think when you know we were pretty banged up in that series, and you know we lost in the overtime in Game Seven. Could have gone either way. So yeah, it's it's unfortunate, but at the same time, uh, you know God's always got a plan for you. And uh, when one door closes, another one opens. So I'm excited to be here right now, and uh, this is a great opportunity for. We we understand that too. All of us in here, everyone's talking about it, and um, guys have been around a while in here, and um, it's a great opportunity for us. That is Matt Duchesne of the Columbus Blue Jackets, who the Oilers play twice. Uh, they're deep up front, no question. Tomorrow's puck drop, by the way, 11 o'clock Edmonton time. To this day in Oilers history, brought to you by New West Travel. Edmonton's premier travel company for 39 years. Join Dennis Laliberti. He's the president of New West Travel on a spectacular Italian tour and Greek island cruise, including daily tours, meals, and exclusive special events. For more information, call New West Travel or go online at newwesttravel.com. Brendan Escott, what happened on March 1st, 1988. Well, Bob, Wayne Gretzky picked up a first period assist to pass Gordie Howe as the NHL's all-time leader in career assists. Howe had 1,049 in 26 years, while Gretzky posted 1,050 in just nine years. The Oilers beat the Kings that night 5-3.
You know, it's remarkable about that 87-88 season. Now, the Oilers won the 87 Cup, and I will tell you that it's my belief that was the best of the Oilers' five Stanley Cup championship teams. Uh, but in 88, Calgary had a hell of a year, and they finished ahead of Edmonton in the standings, and a lot of people were... And Calgary did win the Cup in 1989, but the Oilers walloped them in four straight in uh, 1988. Of course, the Kings, uh, we all know what happened with Wayne Gretzky in the summer of 88. Kings uh, rallied from 3-1 down against Edmonton to beat them in 89. And then the Kings upset the Flames in six when the Flames were the reigning Stanley Cup champions in uh, 1990. But then the Orders destroyed Wayne Gretzky in L.A. in four straight. It was also uh, in 1990. We talked uh, yesterday about the, the brawl. I talked a bit about that. With, uh, Wayne was uh, with us last night. He was traveling with the team uh, into Columbus. And uh, <laughs> one of these days I'll get him to tell a story. Oh... Uh, about the orders having a little bit more firepower the night of the brawl than the LA Kings did, which is never a bad thing. What does uh, the mega-talented uh, Reed Wilkins have tonight on Inside Sports, Shaken? He has uh, quite a, a few different guests, actually, Bob. So Kelly Rudy, who never not never's not on that show. Uh, Jody Shelley again. If you missed him this time around, you can certainly catch him next time. Uh, Canadian women's national team member Natalie Spooner, FC Edmonton's head coach Jeff Paulus, and Taekwondo athlete Madison, Madison Lee, rather, who is the 6:30 Chad MVP. Tomorrow's uh, face-off show uh, begins. You ready for this? 9.30 a.m. Edmonton time. Puck drop at 11 a.m. Uh, we'll join you from uh, Nationwide Arena. Up next, the news weather traffic update with Morgan Black, followed by the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News with Jayla Nye and Andrew Gross. So long, everybody, from Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.